0: Hey, this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to So Wizard on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network.
1: Whoops, that's the wrong one. Here we go. broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Maastair you are listening to so wizards you are
2: thinking you the people gonna die
1: the only podcast to make the kessel run in under 12 parsecs no one to stop us this time.
2: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 420, man, of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co hosts the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Righteous. And the experts, Mr. Marquee, hey. Marcellus Reagan.
1: Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 420. <sighs> yeah. Just blaze! <laughs> pass!
2: What was it, Aubrey? Two zigzags? <laughs>
0: cool, 45.
2: Does that have something to do with uh, drugs? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> You, the listener, are listening to So Is Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk about celebrating our eight-year anniversary of podcasting, and then we're going to jump into our review of the newest DC Comics adaptation, and it's on Netflix, The Sandman. Before we get into all that craziness, Markellus Reagans, how the hell are you?
1: I am doing pretty good. Uh, Dragon Con is coming up. I am in the final stages of getting everything ready for an awesome four, five days. And uh, yeah, yeah, the pressure's on. I'm just getting ready to uh, go and party my ass off for a few days.
2: That is awesome. You are going to be there how long? A week? I will be down south,
1: yeah, for about a week. uh, Only about a few of those days are devoted to Dragon Con.
2: All right. Well, uh, it's exciting. We can't wait to hear all about it when you get back. And by hearing all about it, I mean, you're a man of mysteries so and you won't tell us anything. <laughs> I won't say
1: anything. I will, I will be posting pictures from down there. So, and I'll, you know, put them on Soul Wizard. So just follow the Soul Wizard Twitter and Facebook page. You can see what I'm up to down at Dragon
2: Con. All right, then keep your secrets. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, how the hell are you?
0: You know, I'm living the dream. I I can't complain. I've had a pretty good week. I got sterilized. um, So there will be no more children for me. And that is a beautiful dream come true.
2: Was that on purpose or was that like because you kind of had
0: Yeah, no, it was on purpose. I I don't want any more children. As I've told everybody who has ever asked how Noah is, he is equal to about 10 children. He has one (laughs) child that is equal to 10 children. And the world does not need any more of him.
2: (laughs) It's because he's so special and unique. That's right.
0: Right. One is enough. One rule the world. Imagine an army. Of, of Noah's.
2: You know, my mom was an only child and my grandmother used to say, my grandmother was old fashioned. She didn't talk about like any of that kind of stuff. But she, I remember, I'll never forget, we were all in the kitchen one time and somebody said something to my grandmother about sex. And she's like, she motioned to my mom and goes, I did it once. Look what happened.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: it's true <laughs> it's like, and, like god damn I'm shot fired <laughs> <laughs> like where did like where did my like 70 something year old grandmother just like pull that out of like absolute <laughs> savagery
0: <laughs> And uh, Noah is just he can't stand little kids either so he can't even be a brother because he would just he might suffocate a baby <laughs> just, it would cry and he would be like I can't take this anymore you're either going to do something or I am.
2: So. <laughs> I think it's a little different when it's your own brother but or sister, but, you know, that's okay. We could that's okay. It,
0: but I don't know just if I want to take the chance,
2: you know? More attention for Noah, and that's all that matters, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. And Joey, how are you doing this week?
2: Oh, you know, same as it ever was. I'm just exhausted. It's been just running and going nonstop trying to get stuff done, trying to watch all the Sandman or as much as I could get in uh, before we recorded. I've just been working nonstop. It's just been go, go, go. Just go, go, go. That's all. That's all it is. At least this week, our thing that we're reviewing, I didn't have to leave the house for. So that (laughs) at least helped a little bit uh, with getting time going. But yeah, I just work all the time between two jobs. And, you know, sometimes you have those couple days or weekends where just like everything is going on and it's just, it never stops. Like there's, it's always errands and chores and things to do and things for the podcast and things for the family. And, and the next thing you know, you're like blinking and I'm at work. And then today was insane at work. So it wasn't like it was a restful morning and I, I didn't get to take a break today at work. I worked seven 15 AM to four 45 PM. Mm-hmm. And then I just literally blinked at work and it was like 2 PM. So I'm like, what the, f- what the and, – and it was just too late at that point to take a break, and then I started doing more work, and you know how it is. It's just crazy. It's tiring. But you know what? It's okay because now we're in our happy place. We're here <laughs> recording a podcast for you, and we love it. It's what we do every week. That's why we do it. So enough about us, Marcellus Reagans. Please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard podcast. Who said this was our happy place?
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't ever remember <laughs> – say this was the happy place at all
2: maybe it's hell you don't know <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie's hanging out here with shitty looking wings on I mean uh, that's a spoiler for later in the podcast. Stop, stop.
1: <laughs> all right so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week you'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our tea Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey.
0: First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and, and you build a following. It takes a
2: lot of time. <laughs> So far that has not gotten old, but <laughs> enough about that. That was last week's review. <laughs> right,
1: right, right.
2: I, you know, Mark, I was doing out my, my top movies of the year so far, and it's getting scary. You might be quitting the show. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I saw that
1: list and I'm like, motherfucker, how dare we'll see. you we'll yeah, see? Yeah, there's a lot of heat about that, uh about last week's review. I don't know. I stand by my review.
2: I do. It's your opinion. What's wrong with your review? Who's giving you heat about it?
1: Uh, You know, you know, some people I stay, I stick by my review. I think the movie is
2: good. Just not for me. Hey, look, this is not super happy, fun time podcast where we're just going to love everything all the time. Um, you know, if it doesn't have Elizabeth Olsen in it, just don't expect five stars across the board. You know, that's all I'm saying. So, um, it is, it's is not it a is.
0: democracy. It's a cheerocracy,
2: right? Exactly. <laughs> Aubrey. So you know what? Sometimes we're just not going to like shit. Uh, and p- put a pen in that, put a pin in that, that you may not agree with our opinion about things And we're not always going to like everything. We'll come back to that in a little bit. <laughs> put a pen in that one. Cause right now we got to talk about guys. It has been eight years since we started this podcast. It was one day ago as we record this. The very first episode of the podcast dropped, and we have done 400 and now about to be 20. Let me knock on wood, making sure nothing happens to the recording now that I said that. 420 weeks in a row of podcasting with no breaks off. Just wanted to get your thoughts, general opinions, anything you wanted to say out there to the listeners or to anyone else that might be out there in podcast land checking it out. Markell is Rick. Right.
1: Talk about blink, and uh, suddenly the day is gone. <laughs> well, blink, and suddenly almost a decade is gone. Uh, I can't believe we're still doing this. You know, I think this is a great excuse for me to just nerd out and be a nerd. That's what that's what I use as my excuse. I like talking about nerdy stuff, so I'm glad this podcast gives me a a reason to. But again, I say it all the time. <laughs> if if this was my last episode of the podcast, I would be totally fine. I would sleep like a baby tomorrow, and all of this recording equipment would go right in the trash. But for the moment, I do enjoy doing it, uh, mainly because I get to design t-shirts for So Wizard Podcast. So uh, if you need a t-shirt for the summer or a sweatshirt for the fall, uh, visit <laughs> our Tee Public site and uh, pick up uh, a new design for me, please.
2: A, B, C. Always be close and merciless.
1: That's right.
2: All right, Aubrey, anything you'd like to say to all the listeners out there on our eight-year anniversary of the podcast?
0: Um, Every time I question whether I am able to commit to something, I remember (laughs) that I have done this (laughs) for eight years and I'm always surprised it's been that long because this is probably the longest thing I have ever done in my entire life. And thank you.
1: (laughs) And Joey, how do you feel about the eight-year
2: anniversary. Um, it's wild, man. It's wild. Uh, I was in a band from nineteen ninety-eight to two thousand four. So that was six years I was in a band. And I'm not going to say the name of the band, and I'm not going to throw it out there because it was a million years ago. And you don't need to just know
0: to that it. Melissa McCarthy's parents called the cops on
2: <laughs> Yes, yes, they did. Um, a- another reason not to like Melissa <laughs> McCarthy, but we we're in this artistic endeavor for if if you want to call it that very loosely put quotes around artistic. Um, we did this for six years and for the longest time, that was the only thing in my life that was like that. You know, that was a thing I did a long period of time. It was a collaboration with people. I loved it. Um, but at the end of the day I was done. Like we, we were done. Um, we had gone through some members, um, and we needed to either, Quit or find some new horn players. It was a ska punk band. And just at that time, the thought of teaching, I was in my 2004, or so, you know, I was, I was getting up there in age. So the thought of teaching like 16 year olds how to play songs that I wrote like five years earlier. <laughs> It just sounded exhausting to me. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want to do it anymore. I was done. I had, I had nothing left in the basement. I had accomplished everything I wanted to when I wanted to be in a band when I was like 14 and going to punk shows. So I was done. Um, and for the longest time, that was it. That was the only thing I really had done outside of uh, you know just some random stuff here and there. And then we started this. And now this is the longest, quote-unquote, artistic, collaborative endeavor I've ever done in my life. And it, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. It's eight years. It's closer to 10 years than it is to one year right now, Yep, (laughs) which is insanity. A decade of podcasting, close to a decade of podcasting. Absolutely insane. I love it. I love talking to you guys every single week. Uh, I love going to the movies. We've talked about this in the show. The movies are sacred to me. I love going to the movies. I'm so glad that we have this time, you and Mark Ellis, and sometimes guests and friends that come on. And we can talk about movies like that. That's amazing to me. And and it, just like we said before, we don't even have to agree on the movie or TV show, but just that we can sit here and talk about nerdy stuff. To me, that's amazing. I love it. It's so much fun. I don't know why anyone listens to it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I don't mean that in a rude way. So every single person, no matter who you are, where you are, how you listen, uh, we appreciate you more than anything. Like, we love you. Like, thank you so much for putting this in your ears. But to me, it's like insane. It's insane to me. It's insane to think that, you know, somebody in Kuwait, big shout out to Kuwait, by the way, Uh, but, you know, big ups to Kuwait. But someone in Kuwait is listening to us review a movie. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody in Saudi Arabia, somebody in Denmark, somebody in South Korea, somebody in Japan. There's people all over the world that listen to this podcast every week. And and to me, it's like it's insane. It's it's absolutely mind blowing to me. It's humbling beyond belief that anybody would listen to begin with. But it's immensely humbling when it's people you don't know. It's not even people in the same state as you or same country. It's just it's insanity. And there's times when I have to be like, I can't think about it. We're just gonna jump on the mic and talk. I can't sit here and think about well, three hundred people a week on all across the globe listen to us talk about whatever the hell we're talking about because it's gonna I'm gonna psych myself out and I don't wanna do that. And we love all of you and we thank you so much for listening. It's it's just absolutely and it's, it's mind blowing and humbling. So of course, you know, always thank the listeners out there. That's the number one reason we do it. And and it's just a blast, man. It's fun. I love I love it. I like, think we got a good team. Uh, Adam works his ass off, even though he's not on the main podcast. Uh, he Adam works his ass off. Mark works his ass off. I work my ass off. Aubrey, you know, she watches the show every week. Aubrey's <laughs> <know>? awake. <laughs> so <laughs> we got that. <laughs> Aubrey works her ass off. We all put I'm a lot here. of effort into this. Um, and I, I, ho- I hope you, you notice the effort. And I appreciate you guys listening to it, checking us out. And it's very humbling. very uh, very makes us very happy. So that's it. That's, that's all I got to say about eight years.
1: <laughs> right. So everyone, enjoy this final eighth year of the podcast.
2: <laughs> oh, now, now, now. See, Mark says stuff like this, and then there'll be, like, a, a news story about something coming out in, like, 2025, and he's like, oh, you better add it to the list. And I'm like, oh, I see. I see how it is. <laughs> Mark, I got Avatar 4 on the fucking list right now. You can't quit the Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> Come on. Who's going to review um Phase 7 of the MCU with us if, if you're not on here? <laughs> how about Noah? He'll be, he'll he he be graduating high it. school. <laughs> he graduated in high school by then. Exactly. Uh, so, so Wizard, the next generation. Exactly. With, uh, Noah, Aubrey, Aubrey's kid, Noah, and uh, my kids. Oh. College <laughs> will be under. <laughs> that And fun. Mark still has to edit.
0: So Wizard <laughs> Junior.
2: It's like James Bond Junior. Except <laughs> it doesn't suck.
1: Uh, and I'll show up as like Han Solo, like the old man. Like uh, it was all true. It all happened. <laughs>
2: Just don't try to kill Noah in his sleep with a green light. <laughs> don't subvert our expectations, please. Right, exactly.
0: He exactly. doesn't sleep, he waits.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, it's been eight years. It's fucking nuts. We are insane. I'm so glad I have this group of masochists with no life to share my time with. So, I love you guys. We love all you listeners. Year nine starts now. God damn, every year you say that, and every
1: year chill goes down my back.
2: Mark dies inside. year nine starts now. Um, yeah, again I, got no, I, I that, that's it. I'm tapped. I got nothing else to say about it. Uh, Mark Callis, any final thoughts on eight years of podcasting?
1: uh yeah, it's it's a it's fun. I like talking about nerdy stuff and please buy some t-shirts.
2: <laughs> Aubrey, any final thoughts on eight years of podcasting?
0: I'm surprised everybody is still here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm surprised I'm still here.
2: Yeah, well, we, we we didn't ask you for a special viewing of Xanadu yet. So <laughs> sometimes I I think it's weird the stuff that I make you guys watch and you don't even complain. You're just like, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs>
2: Santa with muscles. All right, fired up.
0: We complain while we're watching it.
2: Mark, what is the worst thing that you have watched? In eight years of podcasting.
1: Oh, it's uh, Christy, the female reindeer, Xana's <laughs> first female reindeer. Oh, Lord. I still wake up in the middle of the night, like screaming <laughs> from that quote unquote movie? Question mark.
2: <laughs> Trying to figure out what Jack Frost was doing in oh, the movie. Sweet Lord. Aubrey, what about you? What's the worst thing you've watched in eight years of podcasting?
0: Oh, there's so many, but probably Cool Cat Saves a Kin.
2: Oh, <laughs> no. that's a classic. Come on.
0: It was really bad.
2: Mm, 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 mm. Now, Joy,
1: I know you loved all of it, so there's no. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing. I love all of those
2: bad movies, so it's it's hard for me to say. You know, they were bad. I, I'm just like flipping back through my uh, through my letterbox. I'm trying to remember. I knew I'd watched something recently that I said was like the worst thing I'd ever watched in the history of so was your podcast, but I, I can't remember what it was. I, I have a high tolerance for bad movies, so
0: if we're going by something that wasn't like intentionally supposed to be bad, it would probably be thunder force. That movie was really bad.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess it counts because I reviewed it on Patreon. So I think men is probably the worst thing I've watched uh, for the podcast. Spoiler for the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Men colon (laughs) 2022, probably the worst thing I've watched on this podcast. So, all right. So thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. But now it is time for us to review DC Comics and Netflix, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. So as always, we're going to start non-spoiler. We're going to give our impressions so you'll at least know what we thought. If you haven't watched it or you haven't finished it, you'll know to bounce. Marcellus will drop the sound drop delineating spoilers and then we will spoil away and let you hear some more of what we thought. But before we get into that, I just want to ask you guys, Aubrey, have you ever read any of these comics? No. Marcellus Reagans.
1: No, I have not read any Sandman books at all.
2: I have also not read any Sandman comics. So we are coming at this from three people who are nerds and like this kind of stuff, but have never read any of the comics. So let's get it started. Aubrey, what is the Sandman about?
0: About a man with sand? <laughs>
2: There you go. You
1: got it. Uh,
0: when the Sandman, A.K.A. Dream, the cosmic being who controls all dreams, is captured and held prisoner for more than a century, must journey across different worlds and timelines to fix the chaos his absence has caused.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. a it's an interesting thing that happened as you were uh, you're reading that. <laughs> and keep put put a pen in that one for a few minutes. <laughs> Uh, Markelis Reagans, what did you think of the Sandman and how many episodes did you watch?
1: So I watched 10 episodes uh, hmm. and I know they dropped a surprise 11th one. Um, I didn't, I was all Sandmaned out by the time I had time to watch the 11th one, but I watched all 10 and you know, I'd never read the books, but I kind of had an idea of what, uh, it was, uh, it was going to be about. I knew it would be kind of poetic, the books that is. I knew it would be kind of poetic. I knew that, you know, there's a character named Dream and a character named Death and you know, blah, 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 blah. So that being said, I really like the show. Like I I understand, well, I don't I wouldn't say understand what they were going for, but I like the world that it presented. It's kind of very imaginative and very um, it's like a like a warm cup of tea, just kind of relaxing. So uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed. it. I thought it was really good. I'm actually looking forward to rewatching a few of those episodes.
2: Wow! Wow! All right, Aubrey you Litchfield.
0: you them? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think of the Sandman?
0: Ah uh, man, it was. It's beautiful, but fuck, is it hard to get through? It is something, and again, beautiful. I could see why they spent a lot of money on it, but holy shit, you could feel every second of those 40. Minutes.
2: <laughs> How many episodes did you watch, Aubrey?
0: I got through nine. Okay. I did actually get through it.
2: Excellent. All right. Well, uh, I got to tell you, I fucking hated this. Of course. <laughs> I couldn't take it. Um, and there's some good stuff in here, and we'll get into that in spoilers, because it's really hard to talk about this in spoilers. Aubrey's right. Uh, every penny is on the screen. And there's some some stuff that was interesting and some stuff that happened that was, you know, very emotional. There was a lot of stuff in there that worked. Um, it just did not work more than it did work for me. And I'm not, I'm not some pleb that doesn't understand stuff. I'm a nerd. So, like... It's not like this was over my head or anything. It just was boring as fuck. Like it, was, it was physically painful. Aubrey is right. You could feel like the cells in your body dying at points trying to watch this. It was so slow. It, it could be called Sandman colon. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Like I, I just say, nothing was happening. Like every episode was people just walking and talking. It was like my worst nightmare. It's like Harry Potter come back. It's just British people talking and it just never ends. Like the first episode, it took me four tries to get through the first episode Four tries. I had to to force myself through it. I I was just like, Oh my God, is this ever going to end? Like, are they ever going to like do anything? It's just gonna be like talking the whole time. And it, it pretty much was. So, uh, really not my thing. It wasn't my thing when the comics were coming out and it's certainly not my thing. Now I was not a fan. So, it sounds like we've got opinions all over the board again. So we're going to have to spoil it and talk some more about it. Marcellus, please drop the drop. Let us spoil The Sandman. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's <laughs> yeah, a spoiler You will die alone. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna go to Markellis first. You liked this the most. So give us some of the things you like. Defend the realm of dreams, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can definitely understand how, you know, if it's based on a comic book and you're watching it, you're thinking, you know, where's the where's the punchy punchy? Where's the big epic stuff? Where's the where's the stuff that happens? Where's anything happening? <laughs> and this show is definitely not that uh it's very I don't know, I would say character driven and it's kind of a, well, at least the way that I took it is kind of a reflection of, of you know, it kind of holds a mirror up to humanity and our choices and the, the things that we have to deal with. And it's just like a reflection of it. It's not like a, a, a here's a bad guy. Here's a big bad that is going to have a third act battle at the end of it. When Lucifer and Sandman get into a fight <laughs> and the fight is just them like kind of, verbally one upping each other like there's it's like okay this is the type of universe that we're in if sandman was like a badass action comic book i would have read it 30 years ago or 20 years ago whenever it was out (laughs) you know if people were like holy shit you need to read this book i would have read it but i didn't because i had a idea that it's very it's like a novel but you know in comic book form so yeah i enjoyed all of the fantasy elements i enjoyed the characters i thought the guy that played Sandman, like even though I never read the book, I know what the character looks like because it's so popular. And I know like, you know, the word bubbles when he speaks has like a a very different look because it's supposed to sound different. And I think this actor pulled that off perfectly. His voice is very super British, but kind of, uh, I don't know, fantasy like, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but I, I, I can see where some people would be bored by it. I thought it was cool. I thought, visually he was cool I thought that you know because I didn't because I I didn't have like a uh, anything to compare it to I just kind of let the story just happen just see where it went and by the time it got to the end I was like really invested in the vortex and the serial convention and the Corinthian like I really wanted to see like what was what was the deal with him and it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen so that's what made it Fun for me, and I, I realize as I'm saying this, I'm pretty much describing last week's review, <laughs> 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 where I was on the other side of this argument and I didn't like it. It's just really weird, but uh, yeah, I, I thought acting, special effects, um, and the fact that it's each episode kind of has its own little thing, its own little kind of uh, vibe. I thought was really cool. So uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun.
2: I was going to have us do this but i didn't want to make you have to edit a three-hour podcast mark but i was thinking that we could talk (laughs) like all the characters in sandman talk for the entire podcast (laughs) But I didn't want to do that to you and make you have to edit a three hour show. So
1: that's fine because no one would notice. I would cut the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Aubrey Litchfield, you are somewhat in the middle here. What are some things you like?
0: Uh, again, it's visually beautiful. Um, you can definitely see where all of the money went. And, uh, you know, it's not such a bad thing. I think, it be, I think, uh, maybe I'll get into that things i don't like but again visually stunning it it is beautiful interesting story um and i can't say that too many people did a bad job acting in it there were some actors i'm pretty annoyed with and didn't really like watching but very interesting twist the story you with the vortex and all of that Uh, but that's about it I stayed for the graphics and how beautiful it was. Okay. All right.
2: Um, Man, what did I like about this? Uh, I will agree with you guys. Obviously, the show looks fantastic. Uh, every bit of the budget's up there on the screen. It looks great. I-, I thought the dreaming looked really cool. Some of the special effects, slightly dodgy at times, but, I mean, it's a Netflix TV show, and they had... um like the gargoyle kind of looked like shit, but like for the most part, like a lot of the backgrounds and the places they were looked great. Um, I will agree with you, Mark, the guy that played Sandman. Perfect. Like right out of the comics, like looked right out of the comics. Mm-hmm. Again, he's been in some other stuff too, um, character wise. So, I mean, he was in an issue of JLA and, um, some other stuff too. So I know what the character looks like. I'm not like complete pleb and like going blind to this. So I, he looked, he looked right out of the books to me at least. I really liked some of the episodes. So like when it was the first episode was brutal to get through, but once (laughs) you kind of got to to the end and it actually started having a story, started to pick up, I'm like, cool, this is going to be about him getting his helmet and his sand and his Ruby back. And that storyline was enjoyable. And I liked watching that part of the show. So I did enjoy that. So the first four and a half episodes (laughs) I did enjoy. Um, they were, it was pretty enjoyable to watch. I did like when he went to hell and he had to fight Lucifer, but it was like you said, Mark it was just them one upping each other. I thought that was pretty interesting. That was a cool way to do that. I did like when he killed the guy in the diner and he was like gigantic and he had him in his hand. Like there's lots of little cool flourishes here and there of cool things that I liked. Um, man, And I like death. Um, I really liked death in this one. The the actress that played her was really, really good in the role that episode where it's it might even be half an episode where it's just him and her walking around while people are dying. Right. That was rough, man. That was a tough watch. But she nailed it. She nailed it. So that was actually probably my favorite thing in the entire season was that part of an episode where it was just him and death walking around and she's uh, doing her job. I thought that was a really interesting watch. It was a tough watch. Some of the stuff that happened, but it was interesting. So for the most part, casting wise, you know, looks, it was all there. Um, I liked the Corinthian a lot. Yep. I didn't seem to understand what great value David Bowie was doing. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 that was completely lost on me, but that's getting more into things I didn't like. Um, so We've got to go into things we don't like. Marcellus Reagan's, what did you not like about this season?
1: I will agree about the first episode. It is a tough watch like as you're it, it felt like walking through quicksand <laughs> as you're muddling <laughs> your way through it I'm like, what what is this? like am I am I really supposed to be invested in this character who doesn't talk and is in a cage for the entire episode? like what I don't care about any of this? So yeah, so the first episode was kind of a tough watch, Um, but it makes sense when you get to the last episode and you see how it ties to the first one. It's like, oh, that's, that makes sense. I agree. some of the pacing for some of the episodes is really slow and and it's definitely like, what is the point? (laughs) What is the point of all of this? Uh, So, you know, you have to, at least me, I had to find the points and see how I felt about them Uh, and it gave me something to think about. I'll, I'll agree to some of the characters, like the the Cain and Abel storyline uh, or characters, like their appearance seemed kind of out of left field. Like it seemed like they were in the wrong show
2: for some reason. <laughs> I thought they were at least amusing, though, that they, they, he would always kill him and then he would come back to life. And that's just because that's that's what they do. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it felt very, I'm not
1: slapsticky, but it felt very, I don't know, like the, the comedy button was turned up a little too high on their side. Yeah, I I can't really think about anything else. I mean, everything is, it is paced slow. There is, they could have tightened it up towards the end. There's some things that seem to, like, you You can see where it's heading, and you, in your mind, you know where it's heading, and they just seem to be, again, like the first episode, just kind of quick sanding, walking their way through it. And it's like, all right, we know what the point is. Let's get to it. So, but I did enjoy the end, uh, and
2: I'm looking forward to the next season. All right, Aubrey Litchfield, let's hear it. What did you not like about this show?
0: I did not like the actor that plays Dream. I thought that he was uh, annoying. Wow. And I Um, I don't really like his face.
2: Why don't (laughs) you meet me here in a (laughs) hundred years?
0: And then you can tell me what you you think. (laughs) think. He looks like he... uh, Perpetually is
2: smelling a fart.
0: Now he he looks like he paints his nails black and cries over a live <laughs> journal. Like I just I I don't know.
2: That's kind of the point, right?
0: <laughs> is it though? I don't know. I that was it.
2: always the vibe I got from the comics back in the day. So
0: yeah, but I didn't read the comics. So for somebody like me, it's like, man, this dude is really annoying the shit out of me. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie looked fucking horrible as Lucifer absolutely horrible how dare you do that to her like she was amazing in game of thrones and then you make her lucifer and she looks like garbage that pissed me off i feel like the show could have ended after episode five once he got all of his stuff back like it didn't seem like there was a point to the rest of it and why are so many people just fucking issue the show like (laughs) And it, they spent an entire episode of people doing it in a diner. And then episode eight, I think it is just like this chick having wet dreams the entire time. Like, why? <laughs> why is this? a like, thing? I don't like, is that what I'm supposed to be dreaming about? Because I feel like I'm missing out. I don't get it. In this story, it, it's just so off. Like, it's, it's two different shows in one season and I don't like that. If you're going to have a season of a show you gotta have one story. Don't have a million different stories all added into one season because then it doesn't make any sense. This should just be like season one, season two. Done. Not all season one. It's it's stupid. It was not put together. Typical DC stupid ass editing shit. That's all
2: I (laughs) got. All right. Well, let me tell you, this was boring as fuck. And the the first episode is just brutal. Like it, I, I was legit going to just tap out. If we were not doing this on the podcast, I never would have finished the first episode and that would have been the end of it. Never force myself through it. After four tries, do it for you guys, the listeners And I knew this was going to be a little weird for me and it was not going to be my type of thing, but I was trying to watch it with open mind. And I, like I said, I liked once, once you get through the first episode and you kind of have like a storyline where he's trying to get his helmet back and his Ruby and his sand, like there's a storyline there. I forgot to add in, in the likes that, uh, Joanna Constantine is really hot. (laughs) (laughs) She can exercise my demons any day. Let me tell you, um, but, you know, we have the storyline of him recovering his stuff, and that was interesting, at least, and kind of felt it was still going very slow, but it at least felt like it was a story it was driving it. I didn't really like the episode in the diner and a lot of the episodes, not just the diner, but even the one with death, which I actually really liked that episode. It just kept it kept hitting up on the remote and it would feel like it was done, like it was over and there'd only have been like 25 minutes. Like every episode felt like a half an hour too long. I don't know why it was that specific time to me, but every episode just felt, I think the one with the diner, I felt like I was watching it for nine hours. It just felt like it was never going to end.
0: I thought it was multiple
2: episodes at one point. Like when is the Sandman going to come and beat this guy up and take the Ruby back for the love of Christ? Like Jesus, like it just kept going and like, I did not give a fuck about any of these people in the diner and it just wasn't that interesting. It all just ended up with them banging each other. Like who cared? Like what what was the point of that? Mark Ellis, what was the point of that?
1: It was well, okay, to first let me say that I do have to go back and rewatch that episode because I was not
2: that I don't <laughs> appreciate hot lesbian action,
1: but I'm just saying. <laughs> I did miss some of the plot points. I was a little distracted during that episode. Um but I will say from what I can see, he was able to provide a world where people did not lie to each other. And when humans are put together to tell the truth, then their natural instincts might not be the best. People lie for a reason. And this guy didn't think that that was good. He wanted people to tell the truth and destroy each other. And that episode proved that that's how we
2: are we tell the truth all the time. We're just like, going to all bang all the time and kill each and stab each other's eyes
1: out and all of that shit. Yeah.
2: Okay. So <laughs> keep that Ruby away from Rhode Island comic-con, please.
1: <laughs> or just everyone just keep lying to each other. That's fine. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> so fine. Yeah,
2: that's fine. But yeah, that the episode
0: confusing part about that was like, were they lying to each other? And was it all? His imagination. Like it's a mind fuck. That episode is a mind fuck. This like, then a uh, dream comes in and, like says how all these people have dreams. Like is, is the chef really banging that dude's or that chick's son? Like, I I don't understand. I left that episode very confused.
2: I I, I don't have a a defense or an answer for it. It it was just very arty farty and and it just completely lost me. And there was just multiple points where the show just screeches to a halt. Uh, it was almost as bad as Miss Marvel taking a trip to Pakistan. Actually, it's probably worse (laughs) than that. Um, so he gets all his shit back I'm like, oh, that's cool. Cool. And then I'm like, shit, there's still like six episodes (laughs) to go. And the whole thing just is about some girls looking for her her adopted brother. Right. What the fuck am I watching? I I, I couldn't do it. I tapped out at eight and a half episodes. I just gave up. I, I couldn't figure out what this had to do with the Sandman. And it was boring me to tears. I. I did not care at all. It was like physically painful to keep watching it. And I was slightly interested in the Corinthian and he was going to a serial killer convention. Right. That was an interesting storyline. I never got to see it finished because I just couldn't take it anymore. Every episode was like 50 minutes of this girl looking for her adopted brother. That had nothing to do with anything. Maybe it does later on down the line. Maybe they tied it in at the end. I don't know, but it certainly felt like it had nothing to do with anything. And it, I was just like in pain. I was in pain. Please, you guys tell me, did that tie into anything at the end? Well,
1: besides his missing ruby and his mask, there's also three missing dreams. Uh, Corinthian being a nightmare. And then another nightmare that's connected to the little boy. And then another, I'm, I'm not really sure what the third one is. I'm going to say it's a dream, but it's kind of a spoiler. Um, We're in spoilers here. Well, <laughs>
2: I'm never gonna finish watching this. So.
1: It was it was the the British dude with the mustache that was helping out the girl. He's connected to somehow. Okay. Um, so yeah, it is kind of connected. And then the last episode, you know, the, everyone has their kind of um, their kind of desires or their dreams that they that powers them, including the nightmares, including the dreams. So the end kind of wraps that up a little bit, and it, it teaches the Sandman. You know, he was gone for. I don't know, hundred years or so, maybe he doesn't know everything. And this girl is here to kind of prove to him that he doesn't know everything and that she can almost take
2: it all away if she wanted to. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I fell asleep there trying to think about the Sandman at uh, the end of the season there. Um, yeah. Well, what would happen if you went into my dream and then just like a giant, like Brie Larson's foot, like stepped on him or something like That would probably be be about it. Yeah, I I just could not get through whatever that storyline was. I'm sure someone much smarter than me can tie it into stuff. I I have no fucking idea what was happening. I was bored out of my mind, and it just just moves so slow. I think that's really the thing for me, is that this is not a show for me. I knew that going in, but I was willing to give it a chance. And at the end of the day, it's still not a show for me. It just moves way too slow. It's way too arty farty, and no matter how cute Death is, it's not going to keep me around for 10 episodes of this. Is she ever in it again?
1: No, when I was waiting, because I'm like, I know fucking people are going to die at this serial killer convention. <laughs> so I'm like, please, <laughs> Death, show up, and let's see
2: her again. She doesn't pop up again. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this was just not for me. Yeah. Um, before we give it a score, Aubrey Litchfield, would you watch season two of this if we didn't make you watch it? No. Markellis, no, I, I think I know the answer for you, that you would love to watch the second season of this.
1: Yeah, I would definitely go back into the the world of Sandman. This isn't a show that, you know, if you're waiting for something to happen, if you're waiting for the mystery to resolve itself or the, the proton missile to blow up the big ship at the <laughs> end, That this isn't the show for you. This is a show that you have to... You know, you get introduced to the world and if you like the world and you want to stay in the world, the show kind of happens to you unless you think about it. It doesn't like project you towards a third act finale.
2: Yeah. And that's probably why it's not for me. I would not be watching a second season of this unless you guys force me to. Um, In fact, I think I need to go watch the entire series of uh, Thunder in Paradise about five times in a row just to like cleanse myself of this. So I don't even watch that. I don't know Mm -hmm. what that is. Uh, Hulk Hogan uh, is a secret agent with a high powered speed boat that like shoots missiles and stuff. (laughs) Lord. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot cooler than Sandman. (laughs) I I promise you that. A lot more happens. (laughs) So that is our review of Sandman. Uh, Let's get it a score. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got for Sandman? Season one on Netflix.
0: One. Whoa! So boring.
2: One actually, no. Situation.
0: I'll give it two for the visual in okay. in the beauty of everything. Two just for that team. Okay. Other than that, it's
2: fucking nothing. Awesome. Marcellus Regans.
1: Yeah, I realize this isn't a show for everyone. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I like the world. I like. I want to say it was Patton Oswalt. That was the bird. Yeah, or oh,
0: something. I hated Mr. bird. <laughs>
1: I thought that bird was actually pretty funny. So, um, yeah, it's it's weird. It is a weird, unusual show. And that's kind of why I liked
2: it. Okay, I'm going to go with a two. And I know that sounds high after I just said I disliked the entire show and it was boring me to tears. But I think below a two kind of starts to get into like this is complete ass territory. Where, you know, we're talking about stuff like choose or die on Netflix. <laughs> like We're talking about like really terrible things like this is not bad. It's just not for me. Uh, and like Aubrey has said and Mark has mentioned, the production values are through the roof. For the most part, it looks great. Um, and there were some parts I enjoyed. Uh, I just overall, this is just not for me at all. And it's so slow. And so boring that I, I just wanted to give up most of the time through the show. But I can appreciate that there has to be a, people out there that love this shit. So uh, a two out of five is okay with me, I think. I think going below a two is kind of gets to being like saying uh, like a one and a half. Like it's not as bad as light year or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't fucking Jurassic World Dominion or anything. It's just a well-made thing that is not for me. So two out of five for me. Maybe we got it wrong. Maybe we got it right. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. Now we're going to wrap it up. Before we tap it up, we are going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got?
0: Um, I recommend everybody go watch Woodstock 99 on Netflix, because I actually watched that instead of Sandman this this <laughs> week. And it, it's really ridiculous. I, I, I think my favorite part is when they were saying that they underestimated how much of a douchebag Fred Durst is. That's just
2: gold. I also watched that documentary this past weekend. It was good. Very interesting. Very well done. A good companion to the one that was on HBO. I think you should watch both of them and get the full story. But Yeah, it's good. It's got a lot of uh, funny shit in it. And the people that put on Woodstock 99 were complete assholes. So fuck those guys. Awesome. Marcellus Reagans. What about you?
1: Uh, yeah. To s- celebrate our eight year anniversary, there is a new design on our T public store. Uh, our good buddy, Tim Jones of sour grapes, comics did a, a caricature of all of us. Members of so Wizard podcast, put it together on a shirt uh, and it looks great. So uh, yeah, you can buy some more merchandise our stickers or coffee mug, a journal. If you have a little baby with a that needs a onesie, uh, you can get one with the Soul Wizard crew face on it. So uh, go to our tea Public store and buy some merch.
2: All right. Well, I will suggest that you go to sowizardpodcast.com where you'll find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. You'll find links to all our video, Patreon content as well at sowizardpodcast.com Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there Check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content on there. Adam's been dropping videos like crazy. Uh we just had a review of a league of their own, the series that he went uh went out loud on. So check that out if you're thinking about watching that on Amazon. Uh maybe you don't want to after you watch the review, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Um We have a Patreon, patreon patreon.com backslash. So is our podcast. We can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. It's the only place this month to hear our review of prey. So you might want to check that out. And, you know, we got to pray just to make it today. So (laughs) definitely jump on board. Uh, I will recommend a, uh, thing I watched on Disney plus, which is Lego star Wars summer vacation. And, uh, it's fucking hilarious. I love those fucking things. Uh, Margaret Aubrey, you guys like these fucking star Wars Lego things.
1: I like the games? Yeah, I like them. I don't like love them. It's not something that I, I would go back and rewatch. But as I'm watching, I think they're fun.
2: Yeah, you get a lot of sensible chuckles out of it. And to be honest, it's the only post-episode nine content we've gotten. <laughs> so like, there's more. There's more character development in these Lego Star Wars specials for some of the prequel or sequel characters than there is uh, in the three movies. So. Uh, I think Finn and uh, Poe really shine in these things, and they're two of my favorite characters. The sequels, so uh, there you go. Yeah, there you I, go. I,
1: I can't argue with you on that either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't argue with it. So uh, check that out, and also don't forget to jump on Amazon Prime and check out the new movie uh, *Samaritan*, starring Sylvester Stallone, because that, my friends, is what you will be reviewing next week. On the So Wizard podcast, as year nine starts now. <laughs> <laughs> Mark loves to hear it. And that's going to do it. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
0: How could this happen
2: to me? <laughs> Make <Yeah>. my mistakes. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis hey, Marcellus Reagan. Eight years ago,
1: some friends of mine asked me to join her podcast, and I should have said no. But I didn't,
2: <laughs> or at least just not agreed to no weeks off. Right? Yes, exactly. I should have I
1: should have dipped out year two, but uh, here I am. Uh, everybody, have yourself a great week and Wakanda
2: forever. We'll see you guys next week for Samaritan. Good journey.